What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, only prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gotta love that. Uh, what? A game from your, and I use this term in the literal sense, dynamic duo last night. Both Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic with 30-point triple-doubles. Both of them? Marty, we were looking up the stats yesterday. 40-point games by Nikola Jokic. They're 0-4 all-time in the postseason. 40-point games by Jamal Murray. They are 4-0 in the postseason. Well, if they both get a 30-point triple-double, they are now winning 100% of those games because that's never happened ever in the history of the NBA Finals. I found the formula to a win, Brad. Yeah, I think we found it. I found it. If they get all of the stats, then you're going to win the game. Is that how that works? If you take the stats and you give them all to two players, you win. There you go. It wasn't easy. For a lot of that game, it was not easy. Miami, they are, like Vic's called them this a bunch of times, they are a bunch of cockroaches, aren't they? They just don't go away. You think you smashed the last one, and then five more come out of your cupboard, and you're like, where's the hive? What's going on here? You call an exterminator, and that exterminator says, I got this. Uh, Just open up this can of two 30-point triple-doubles, and you should be just fine, at least for tonight. We'll see. But you take home court back. I mean, what? I can't get over how phenomenal Jokic and Murray were last night. And there were some other guys that played well, but... We're talking about the greatest game from a duo in the history of the NBA in the finals. And let's just take this individually for a minute. Nikola Jokic didn't just have a 30-point triple-double, Marty. It's not just what he had. Nikola Jokic had 32-21-10. A 30-20-10 triple-double. With two blocks. Jamal Murray didn't just have a 30-point triple-double. He did it on 12 of 22 from the field for 34 points. Like, the way that those two can feed off each other. And I'm annoyed at times, most times, whenever Steve Kerr speaks. He just feels very, like the ego is very, very high with that guy. But he was right about one thing. When he said that Jamal Murray is the head of the snake, 
that has to be the mentality for other teams because you can't stop Jokic from doing that. And it's very, very difficult to stop Jamal from doing that. But it's at least 5% possible. If you wanted to do that with Jokic to try and stop him, that is an impossibility. It will not happen. But I go back to that quote from yesterday. Remember when they were asking him about being guarded by Jimmy Butler? And he was chewing on a starburst. And he goes, yeah, you know, uh, I can still get good shots. I'm not going to tell you how I do it, but I do it. He was not a man who looked nervous yesterday, and I guess for good reason. Like, Jamal Murray's all attitude. And when he gets an attitude, he becomes one of the more unstoppable forces in the league. And I feel like every time he's in the playoffs, when the playoffs end, we have this discussion of, is he... Is he like a, a top 20-ish player? Is he in that conversation? And then the regular season starts, and the last time this happened, he was hurt, so he's gone for a couple of years. You forgot about him. Then he came back and slowly working his way back to being normal, and then homie got normal, and the playoffs started. And then he got pissed, and then he started firing off shots and making everything. I mean, uh, Mark Jackson was like in awe of those two for the entire game. In the first quarter, he goes, Denver is getting whatever they want. And here's what whatever they want is. Jokic and Murray in the two-man game. And isn't this funny? There's nothing different in the wrinkles that they're doing, at least from what I'm saying, Marty. That it just looks like your normal two-man game that they've been doing their entire careers. And nobody's found a formula. The formula is this. It's two fingers wrapped around each other saying, please, miss. That's all you got. But just wild. We're talking about, I know every game is like this now because it's your first trip to the finals, but in the biggest game in franchise history where you needed to take home court back, you gave one away in game two. You needed to get it back. You go to Miami. That place at the beginning of the game, Marty, was loud loud that crowd was into it. And you look at the numbers after the first quarter, like I was just trying to track this stuff as we went along. At the end of the first quarter, the Nuggets shot 52%. Miami was 9 of 23 uh, for 39%. The Nuggets didn't hit a three. Miami had five three, throw, five three throws to zero. But you look at those shooting percentages, and you're like, what, are the Nuggets up eight, 10? Tie game. And I was a little bit nervous. I'm like, you shot really well. You defended really well. And the game was tied at 24 at the end of the first. So how is this going to play out? Well, then you started to get some real stops. In the second half, or I'm sorry, the second quarter. I think it was the second quarter. The Nuggets forced eight Straight possessions of misses from the Miami Heat. Or maybe that was the third. Sorry, that was the third. Because Miami came away with only 20 points in that quarter. 
you just kept running your offense, playing solid defense. There were times where you gave up open shots, but you aren't going to be perfect. But that emphasizing of the defense, I think the big story behind this, it's because when you get a miss, it leads to quick offense. You're able to get in transition. The defense can't get set. How many times did we see off a miss? Jokic sprinting down the floor, getting positioned in the paint, sealing out a Kevin Love or whoever was down low. Boom, quick entry pass, turn, hook shot, bucket. He does that every time he gets a rebound. He takes that one big dribble, and they're off and running. Well, that's when he gets it. I'm saying when he doesn't. Or he gets a rebound and quick outlet, and then... By the time the camera pans to the other side of the court, Jokic is underneath the hoop with a body sealed. And for everybody that says Nikola Jokic isn't fast, okay, maybe that's true. Maybe he's not. Then how come every time he beats people down the floor and gets position on somebody? So if he's not fast, then he outworks everybody by double the amount. And Brady plays half his games at altitude. What kind of shape is this guy in? I'm telling you, dude. It, He's, he is Terminator. There's nothing you can do to stop him. Is he a cockroach too? He's not even, he's, he's Godzilla. He's, it's not a cockroach. It's some impermeable force that bullets and rockets and nuclear bombs cannot stop. He gets shot at and he just smiles and laughs. He's the guy that, you know, when you play, um, what's that, that uh, game in like Dave and Buster's or like an arcade, uh, Area 51, you know that game? So you get the little pistol and they're, they're the zombies coming at you and you got to like shoot them off. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. Yeah. You shoot but, off screen to reload. But the bullet only pushes them back. They don't die. It just pushes them. That's Jokic. People are taking machine guns and going... And he's just taking like two steps back and then keeps coming forward. You're like, what is happening here? He is a machine. He's a machine and he's better than you at a sport he doesn't even love the most. Sorry, I gotta hit. I'm being Mosher now. I'm hitting the table. My headphones are going out. It's 610, man. Take it easy. But he's better than they are. At something he, at a hobby. Like, this is a hobby for him. <laughs> what an insanely lucrative hobby. My God. I mean, th- what what Durant tweeted yesterday and deleted for some reason, and I'll paraphrase because I don't got it in front of me, but it was, Jokic just wants to go to work, go home, FaceTime his horses, and get in the pool. That's all he wants to do. Because I guarantee you, when Jokic got done, he made a phone call to somebody in Serbia and said, how are they trotting today? That's the main thing on his mind. It's like 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter, and he's just going, hope they got a good run in. Can't wait to get back. Guys, we are witnessing one of the great players, uh, greatest players in NBA history. And I don't know where he's going to end up in these rankings. He's 28 years old. And you know what's great right now, Marty? I can tell anybody, anybody who even casually watches basketball right now in this country, this is the best player in the world, and not a single person will descend from that anymore. It's over. It's over. 
If you've watched more than five minutes of a Nuggets game, it's clear. That guy is just something different. But with that, you need somebody else to go with him. Enter Jamal Murray. And when those two play that way, really all you need is one more guy. And damn it, the one other guy was the rookie last night. Can you believe that game from Christian Brown? And I want to save this because I want to give Christian Brown almost a full segment. That's how impressive he was. But I got one more thing for Jokic, just to put this in perspective for you. What is the one chink in the armor for him that anybody takes? If you watch him play, you say, you know what? Maybe he is the the all-around most talented offensive player in the sport. But you say maybe defensively he's got to be better. Like just rim protection or just overall? Just overall. That would be an argument for somebody like uh, that. that mm, don't want to call anybody names. But that dummy, Mark Jones, whenever he never calls Jokic out by name, but you guys have probably seen all the tweets that he makes throughout the course of the year. I like my MVPs to play defense. Those kind of tweets. You want to hear defensive numbers? This is from Mark Spears. He was on the post game from ESPN last night. Listen to this. The Miami Heat attempted 19 shots when Jokic was the uh, main defender last night. You know how many they made? Three. Three shots out of 19 were made when Jokic was the primary defender. He didn't just do it on the offensive side. He did it defensively, too. Guy can't jump, and he comes away with 32, 21, and 10 and held people on the defensive side to 3 of 19 from the field. What the hell is that? That is a created player on NBA 2K with the difficulty setting at its easiest level. Jokic, what do you think about this new record that you set yesterday? To be honest, I don't care. Two more games, I get to go home. I almost never see Jokic smile, and then he saw Monte Morris in the postgame, and I wanted to cry. I mean, I've never seen him smile that big in his life. And I, I w- smiled too, and I was just like, I, want, I wanted it to be I, you, Monte. I want Monte on this team so badly. You know what? Can we give Monte a ring if they win? If they win, can we give him a ring? That opens up a can of worms, man. Then you got to give Will Barton a ring. And no, then no, Bones, no, no, no. Of course, has to get a I ring. Don't, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to do anything. I think Monte Morris gave him a boost last night. I think he was part of that uh, that effort. Nuggets take a two-one series lead. I I I'm just I'm in awe. I'm in awe of that man. Uh, But I was in awe of another man. Christian Brown came off the bench last night, and you want to talk about a spark. Let's talk about the Rook next. Third quarter, Jimmy 
Cody Butler has it inside the arc. Nuggets lead by 17. Steal by Christian Brown to break away. Dunk with the right tomahawk. <laughs> you rock him, you chalk him, then you steal from him, and then you dunk on him. And that's the Kansas way. I like it, Cos. By the way, that reaction from uh, Scotty was mine. I just sat, I was laughing. I'm like, what? What's he doing? I, I think that was for their biggest lead of the night. It was like for 18. That was awesome. He just... Think about this, man. He's a rookie. Playing his first real minutes in the NBA Finals. He got it like a few here and there. But this dude has absolutely zero fear. We need to listen, by the way. Whenever... Um, these players, whether it's Jamal, whether it's KCP, they talk about Christian Brown. Do you know something they say a lot? They go, he's not a rookie. He does not play like a rookie. For him to go out and in 19 minutes of that game, put up 15 points, play stifling defense. When I saw him, you want to know what I knew he was feeling. It might have been his last bucket. So he is on a full sprint down the floor. And one of the best defenders in the NBA, Jimmy Butler, is standing there under the rim like, I dare you to. And he goes, okay. And flies into him, leading with his off shoulder, takes the contact and finishes. And then he laughs afterwards. Because I laughed. And I think everybody's laughing. I think the Nuggets bench was laughing. You just, you, you kind of sat there and said, no matter what game planning Eric Spolstra did, and Spolstra is very, very good, I have ultimate respect for that guy. You aren't planning for that. You aren't planning for Christian Brown to go in and drop 15 and 19 minutes and laugh at you on your home floor? Seven of eight from the field. To Even get, though everything was a dunk, basically. To get a steal and throw down a dunk and scream at all of Miami afterwards? You weren't prepared for that. It's funny how he goes from, just don't shoot it, to, do you guys mind if I keep shooting? I'm kind of, I'm kind of making him. Well, he, he seems to have, I don't want to say he doesn't have confidence in his three, but he's, he doesn't want to take them right now. Like he's, He was open a couple of times for a three, and he'd just give it a pump fake and go to the hole. Well, it's, he did take one. You know where it landed? I don't remember this. Hit the corner of the backboard? Oh, I don't yeah, know if it got blocked right. or that's what right, happened. That's right. But. Yeah, that was bad. Um, that was his only shot that he missed. And he goes, all right, enough of those. If I sprint at people and throw it up against the backboard, it seems to work. So I'll keep doing that. You needed somebody else. Because let's be honest, as far as an offensive night goes, nobody else was really there. Gordon finished with 11 points, but, man, did he miss a lot of bunnies early in that game right near the rim. His free throw shooting wasn't great. Porter still uh, couldn't find a way to put the ball in the hoop. KCP still struggling from three. Bruce Brown didn't give you a lot as far as offensive scoring. Jeff Green, not a lot. So you needed some, just an, another guy, just one other guy. So he finishes with 15 points. What's the final score? A 15-point win. Like, you needed one last guy. And Christian Brown seemed to be that dude. I was actually shocked when he got taken out of the game late. 
Like, I felt like, okay, he's he's humming right now. This is the time where Malone rewards guys and lets them stay in the game. But I think that he was like, all right, it's crunch time minutes. Let's not have the rookie in now. now he was out there for a long stretch. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how what it was, but it had to be at least eight, ten minutes. He didn't seem gassed. He seemed fine. Uh, let's get to a phone call here from William first this morning. Hi, William. Good morning, guys. Uh, Christian Brown. Absolutely phenomenal this entire series. Uh, but my favorite moment of the night last night was the, the show of respect that Jamal Murray had for Udonis Haslam and allowing him to take that shot, knowing what it meant. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to get you guys' take on it. Uh, I mean, look, Haslam, they, they have the graphic up. He's 42. I think he's the oldest player to ever appear in the NBA Finals was the graphic, right? Mm-hmm. Let the old man shoot. Go go for it, man. Let him Although get a shot it did get well, not when he was in, but it did get tight at the end after they pulled the starters. It was almost, I think it was down to seven or nine. I maybe? Think it was nine. And then Murray had that like weird. It could have been a flagrant if it was two free throws in the ball. Oh it's yeah, like, okay. But well, Jimmy was on the bench for all that. Well, I was sitting there and I was like, yeah, the the reserves came in and they got a little bit tight. And I know the exact play you're talking about where they, they just tried to inbound the ball. It got stolen, and, and Murray – or it didn't get stolen, but Murray fouled to try and get out of this trap that they set right on the baseline. And then they pan to the bench, and you see Jimmy Butler, and you see Gabe Vincent, and you see all these different guys. You're like, are they going to put them back in? Because that would really suck. Can we not do that? No, despite all that, by the way, Marty, my, my key to the game going into it, win the fourth quarter. They did. Even despite that little run that they gave up, they won the fourth quarter 27-26. Let's be honest. They had such a big lead heading into the fourth. They didn't need to win it, but I'm glad that they went out and won. What did you think of uh, all the bench players in there and then just Murray out there, just in case he gets one more rebound for that triple-double? Which he did with good like for him, a by the way. I, I, you know what? I know that people might call that stat padding or stat chasing. You're trying to get a triple double in the NBA Finals. I mean, let the guy give it an attempt. A and year, and Murray, a year Murray from now, it's going to be like he had a triple double. Murray didn't seem interested in being on the floor at all, except for when the ball went up near the rim. Mine, mine. And again, I don't blame him. I would do the same thing. What if you could have a career? where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Malone's like, go get yours, young man, because that... To have two guys with 30-point with triple-doubles, are you joking? I didn't realize it was the first time in NBA history. I just thought it was the first time in, like, the playoffs or the finals. Wait, wait, wait. That's never happened ever? That's what ESPN just had a graphic up as. Did they just leave off the... It's had, it's had to have happened before. Yeah, two, well, two 30-point triple-doubles. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty rare. Yeah, I'm pretty rare, but it's had to have happened at least one other time from some other duo somewhere. 
like McGrady and Vince Carter or something. Like somebody, maybe somebody like Westbrook and KD just stumbled into a triple double. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, to certainly have, in the to have thirty points. I mean, sure. And that was, you know, I kept track of this for a good portion of the beginning of that game. It felt like you're only well for most of the game. Your only offense was coming from Murray and Joker. And I kept looking. It was like 18. God. All right, Texas saying you're right. It's the first time that's ever happened. Forget playoffs. Forget NBA finals. It's the first time ever that two players had 30-point triple doubles. It's been a billion games, and <laughs> this was the first time it happened. I know. In the NBA finals. And look, I got a whole bunch of stats, by the way, that's going to put this in, in some real perspective. Go ahead. Before we do that, can we can we just talk about can we just talk about Porter? Yeah, um, I'd love to. Porter's not playing well. He's not. We all know it. And look, he played 21 minutes last night. I think when he plays like that, 21 minutes sounds about right. Um, I thought he was still, especially in the second half. The first half, there was just a lot of things going wrong. If you look at his shots, Marty, there's a lot of like rim all the way around and go out. It's not like he's throwing up air balls or hitting the side of the backboard or something like that. He's close, and that's why you aren't going to give up hope. You aren't taking him out of the starting lineup. You leave everything the same. You let him fight through it. But if he's having some real struggles, you leave him at about that 21 minutes, and you play that way. You know, like Christian Brown had a great game. There is no guarantee that Christian Brown does that two games in a row. He's barely played. So, I mean, you, that's there's a lot of risk there. Um, I did think in the second half, Porter's energy was better. He was better on the glass. He was better defensively. He had a nice little defensive stretch. He had one really great offensive rebound. He didn't he didn't put it back. I think Joker did, but... Well, he got, yeah, he got the rebound, ripped it away, put it up, missed, got the rebound again, put it up, missed, and then... Uh, either Joker or AG, like, had the tap in on the other side. <clears throat> that's the effort that he needs to put in, though. Whether he's making shots or not, that's what he's got to do. I I just, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I didn't think KCP was great either. I mean, both of those guys. And he got two quick fouls. I mean, Reggie Jackson was in the game in the in the first quarter because of KCP's foul trouble. Yeah, they did that uh, in, in was it game one of the Lakers game or game two of the Lakers game? Where it was, it was at Ball Arena. Foul trouble, I think both Christian Brown and KCP had like two quick fouls in that game, so he played like the last two minutes or whatever, same sort of situation. I don't know what to tell you. Like, he's just struggling with a shot right now. And it's very, very rare because he's a really good shooter, and every time he lets it go, it feels like it's going in, and it's just not. So as long as he gives defensive effort and an effort on the boards, you let him fight through it. But at this point, I think this is the proper move by Malone. Again, I feel like Malone is pushing all the right buttons. You give Porter a shot. He's still kind of struggling. You leave it at 21 minutes. Play Bruce Brown a little bit more. Play Jeff a little bit more. Play Christian a little bit more. And there you go. With Porter, I feel like so much rides on that first shot of his. If he makes his first shot, I think 
He's locked in. He's dialed into the game. He took the first shot of the game, he right? He took the first shot of the game. It was a, it was not open. It was like two feet in front of the three-point line. Mm-hmm. It was front iron. And then from there, it was just like he didn't take another shot for a long time. His one bucket was a really weird like layup that he was getting blocked. He just kind of threw it up, and it went in. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, talk about Porter. You keep letting him fight through it. And if he continues to struggle like this, then see if Christian Brown brings the spark or not. See if Bruce Brown brings the spark or not. I, this is this is what you got. But you know what? I keep having to remind myself of this. It feels like Porter's been in the league the same amount of time as Jokic and Murray has, and he's, he's played not even three full seasons due to all the injuries. And that includes postseason games, by the way. I went and tallied them up. It's like 230 career games, including the postseason. He's still a relatively young player. It's just all about effort with him. Whether the shot falls or not, if he... We watched him in the second half. When he's contesting shots, Marty, all he has to do is put a hand up. Even if he's doing a flyby as a six foot ten guy, it's difficult. He had sort of that... Um, oh, uh, what do you want to call it? Recovery block. And this happens for him quite a bit, but he's able to get away with it because he's 6'10", where he might give up the lane initially, but he can contest from the back and swat the ball from behind. I saw a little bit of that from him in the second half. At the end of the day, Marty was a plus 11. So he's he's not being a black hole out there. And this would feel a lot different, by the way, if he was one of 15 as opposed to one of seven from the field. So, am I disappointed in his play? Sure, I'm sure he is too. But it's the finals. I'm not worried about anybody's feelings. So, if he's not playing well, then Christian gets more minutes or whatever you got to do to kind of mix up the rotation. Bottom line is, you're now 14-4 and in the postseason. I'm not changing a damn thing. That's it. So, here's a couple of stats, by the way, before we get to a break. Just to do some comparison shopping. In their first finals appearance as a duo, Jamal and Joker are averaging 59 points, 21 boards, and 19 assists. Shaq and Kobe in their first finals together, 54, 21 in six and a half. They're outdoing Shaq and Kobe numbers in their first finals. The last four players with a 25 and 20 finals game. Shaq, Duncan, Bird, Joker. That's it. This is my favorite one. Jokic and Murray versus the Heat starters tonight. Jokic and Murray with 66 points. The Heat starters, 66 points. Jokic and Murray with 31 rebounds. The Heat starters, 25. Jokic and Murray, 20 assists. The Heat starters, 12. The two of them either tied or did better in every major statistical category than the entire starting five of the Miami Heat. Like, you want to put it this way, Marty? Jokic had 21 rebounds by himself. 
The Heat had 33 in the game. They had 12 more rebounds than the one guy on the Nuggets. That's as dominant as dominant gets. The Nuggets overall out-rebounded the uh, Heat by 25 in that game. Remember we were talking about the size of these teams and how you had a major, major advantage in that category? The size of the Nuggets was just going to pose a problem? That's where you see it. On the glass. So a lot more to get to with this. 303. 504-0925. 504-0925. Want to get some audio, by the way, in the post game. Mike Malone talking about Jamal and Joker. Um, as we witnessed, the greatest game from any duo in NBA history, or I guess in NBA history, period, right? The fact that no duo has ever put up two 30-point triple-doubles in a basketball game. Get some of the audio from Mike Malone next. audio in a second what a game last night what a game let's get a quick call though from another william hi william hey morning good morning uh short little thing so i was gonna say um hats off to uh everyone at altitude and Cronky, whatever for what they did with the watch party um they actually gave us free tickets because i work for king supers which was cool since we're a sponsor but they more than the abs like almost did everything they could to make it just like a game when you were there. And I thought they did a really, really good job with that. So um, really cool experience to be able to go to that. But the other thing was the Nuggets played insane last night with three players. And I just noticed after I watched the game is I don't think the Nuggets, and that's going to sound stupid to say this, I don't think the Nuggets have played a good Nuggets game yet in these finals. Yeah. And if the Nuggets as a team, like we've seen all season, ever show up, there is not a series because they're getting by with Jokic and Murray and Brown stepping up last night. But everyone else has just been really pretty mediocre. And it's insane to think that they're they were they're 2-1 and one in the finals and they have not played a good game to, to what I would expect them to look like. No, William, thanks for the call, man. And and on both of those subjects, I wasn't at the, the watch party thing last night. It looked crazy. Crazy. So, Marty, you're going to this one tomorrow night? I'm going on Friday, yeah. 18,000 people? Uh, 18,000 like people. Like full game. It did. Sellout. It looked like a sellout crowd at a playoff game, and I think these things are really cool. Um, And saw the video. I think Katie Wingy posted something about, uh, you know, I don't know if it was a big play or the final buzzer or whatever, but that place is going crazy. Very cool. Secondly, I think he's right. Like, I don't think we saw, what we saw last night was Jokic and Murray just going berserk. We haven't seen a great Nuggets game yet. Like, full team type of game we have not seen. And the fact that you you can win a basketball game by 15 with really just three dudes, like that that's all it really was. Jokic, Murray, Christian Brown played great. Outside of that, nothing else. I mean, what would you call game one? Uh, sort of a Nuggets game. Okay, a little bit. 
Hang on, let me go back and look at game one. That's the closest that we've gotten to it. So I'll give you that. I mean, that was with Aaron Gordon going bully ball in the first quarter. Yeah. Joker and Murray, both 27-26. Um, we haven't seen KCP be KCP in, in a couple of games. No, no. Yeah, that was the great game from Porter where he he wasn't shooting the ball great, but he was he got 13 rebounds, played great defense. Um, I guess you're right. That was pretty close, pretty close to it. <coughs> I guess it just wasn't sustained over 48 minutes. They had a bad fourth quarter. You know, and at the end of all of this, when you see that the way, and this is what I love most about this team, when they face adversity, they were they were in in danger of having their first deficit of the postseason, of continuing to lose that home court advantage. And the second that they lost it, they came back, and your top two players went crazy. Because what Jamal and Joker do is when the lights are at their brightest, they play their best, and there's no question about it. It's actually remarkable to watch that you see guys in those big moments, they can tend to shrink. And I almost want every game to have this kind of intensity and that much on the line because they rise to the occasion every single time. 303-504-0925, shot Mazda text line. If you guys want to give us a call or a text. Um, So with home court taken back, Only one day in between now. This is our only off day heading into game four, thank God. So we can make this quick. Heading into Friday night. You know what's crazy about this, though? I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah, go ahead. I'm pretty excited this morning. Why? I was listening to your appetizer hour and you were getting me jacked. Yeah. Yeah, it's what I do. Not you. You didn't get me jacked, Squealer. You, Brett, (laughs) you got me jacked. I hope everybody right now in the 6 o'clock hour, before I jump in with Vic at 7 here, I hope you're jacked. Male, female, animals. You're walking your dog. I saw bees. a guy walking his baby this morning at 6.30 a.m. Are, like, are you jacked? Are your bees buzzing harder this morning? Oh, they buzz. Yeah. Stinger up. Right, Mosh? Oh, get your stingers way Whoa, up. whoa, whoa. That looks good. Yeah. Your hand looks good. I'm getting better. Yeah. It's like gone. Almost. Uh, it's still, I still can't make a tight fist, but it's okay. getting there. Yeah. All right. All right. Poll question. Are you jacked? No, put, yeah, put that out there. Do your little Twitter poll. Poll question. Are you jacked? Are you jacked? Because All listening right. to you today, I listen to you exclusively. Not even the National Pundits. I listened to you exclusively when I got in As the, you uh, the rig. And you got me jacked. And that's all I'm going to say. I'll wait another 11 minutes. Okay. Um, Again, the bottom line here, and and this is what's crazy. So I just want to go through a couple of different details about the numbers in this game. Jokic and Murray, 30-point triple-doubles. Okay. Christian Brown, 15 points and 19 minutes off the bench. Okay. You win the game by 15. Okay. How about this? Marty, they won a finals game in which they were facing their first deficit of the postseason. Only hitting five threes. They hit five. Any other time, if you told me the Nuggets hit five threes, five of 18 from three, 
I thought not only would they lose, they would have lost by 10, 15, double digits. So you get outshot from three. It's not like Miami was great, but they were better than you. They hit 11 and 35. And how about this? How many times Miami turned the ball over? Four. They shot better from three and turned the ball over four times, and you won by 15. The, def- the defense that was played, and here's the big number. You want to know what that uh, the two that stick out the most? You out-rebounded them by 25. You held Miami to 37% from the field. And remember when we were talking about the consistency factor? That when Miami's good, they're really good. But Miami has those roller coaster games where they can be really up high and then they can go wee and drop all the way down and shoot 37%. The Nuggets don't do that. Because at the end of the day, you got two guys that you know you can rely on every night. Now, whether the other guys are AG or whether it's Michael Porter Jr. or KCP or Christian Brown or whoever it is, you got a constant of two. Miami just doesn't, at least not to that extent. Jimmy Butler finished with 28 points last night. Did it feel like he had the impact of 28 points? Not really. I was just really. going to ask you, what did you think of Jimmy's game? Like, I looked at the box score, 28 points. I, yeah, but it's on, 20, it's on 24 shots. Yeah. If you shoot 24 times, you should be able to get 28 points. You know, I actually thought that Bam had a great, and, and Bam finished with 22 and 17. God, he had over half their rebounds, 17 of 33 rebounds. And I think Bam's been great in this series, like really, really good. But I thought he shot a lot better than what the numbers indicate. I thought... Bam hit every mid-range jumper that he took, and he finished the game 7 of 21 from the field. It felt like he did, though. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, I don't know. Just, Bam had that impact. That's, absolutely. It just felt like every time I looked up, Bam's hitting a little mid-ranger, not even maybe mid-range. Maybe he's like a little 8-footer, that kind of thing. He had one sick putback dunk. Yeah, right, right over right Joker. Right just had, cool. yeah. Yeah, what did what, what Brink call it? A Bam Jam? A Bam Jam. Yeah. I listened to some cause in, in Scott last night, Katie. They are so friggin' good right now. You they can't are. believe how in tune they are. Well, and and just quickly here, and we'll we'll talk a lot more about this from seven to ten. There's one thing I, I just didn't like, and it had nothing to do with the Nuggets or the Heat. In the first quarter, the Heat got away with about three fouls that were really impactful from flopping. They just Gabe Vincent flopped on a three. Jimmy Butler flopped in the lane, and there was another one that's escaping me right now in that first quarter. That I can't remember. But there was another one. They were they were playing the flop game. Oh, Zeller. Oh, Zeller got one. He got Zeller's, an offensive foul. How does Zeller get an offensive foul call on Joker? Because he he feigned uh, like he got hit in the, the mouth with so an elbow. So they should look who's on the ground and be like, nah, sorry. But here's what happened. Then the second quarter started and the Nuggets go, is that all we have to do? Okay, and the Nuggets started flopping. And then it became a flop fest, and I started to hate it. Like, from both teams, it was a flop fest, and I could not stand it. Like, I, I just being honest here, I kind of felt bad for Miami. Gabe Vincent picked up, like, three fouls in five minutes, and all of them were BS. Like, every single one of them was not a foul. 
Aaron Gordon just tripped and fell into him, and they're like, whistle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would be going crazy if that were happening on the opposite side. But that's it's it's almost like the refs, you rewarded the flopping and stuff like that. This is the kind of game that you're going to get, and I can't stand that part of it. And you can't even say it was the Nuggets' advantage because of that. What Marty just mentioned, Gabe Vincent, those three fouls were huge, Marty. Like, he's a giant piece of what they like to do. Well, and two of them are back-to-back, so he had to go to the bench. Yes. And then he gets back in the game, and then he has a guy fall into him, and they're like, foul on you for standing here? So I didn't like the refing last night, but 303-504-0925. What a game. You guys want to talk about two 30-point triple-doubles? You want to talk about a 2-1 series lead in the NBA Finals where you've taken home court back? Oh, yes! Well, you can watch that on the Safeway Twitch feed. Shop Safeway's Summer Rewards event to earn four times the reward points on gas and groceries by purchasing participating items exclusively from Safeway. Visit Safeway.com to get started. You can also watch on the Altitude TV simulcast. Mojo Lombardi and Kane starts next. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumpacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.